people. Welcome, Pioneers. We are in season two, Through the Eyes of Women, and we're in Upcoming Mothers, and we're talking to women who don't have kids, but that want them, and we're just kind of getting a little sneak peek of what they think motherhood would be like for them. So today we have Janice. Hello. <laughs> Janice, go ahead and give us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am 26. I was born and raised in Spokane. I... Uh, I am a teacher working with high schoolers right now. Next year, I'll be working with middle schoolers. And yeah, that's about it. Kind of loving life right now. Ooh, if only. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. Are you expecting a child or do you want one in the future? I am not expecting, but I do want one in the future. Um, if you said you were expecting, I was going to be like, excuse me, since when? <laughs> no, no, not for a while. I have had some kids who have asked me, some of my students who have asked me if I want kids. I'm like, yes. And they're like, why don't you have a kid? I'm like, I, I have some things like that I would like to get done before that happens. Yeah. Just wish me to have a child yet. So <laughs> heard. Are you aware you're dating? Sorry. I'm dating right now. Um, we met before you start let me ask that again because yes. i kind of cut you off okay you're okay <laughs> are you married or dating i am currently dating we met um at church we were serving together at the front doors and as you do when you're serving with someone to make it more fun um you chat with each other um, mm -hmm. that led to coffee dates and dinner dates and we've been dating officially since October. So it'll be six months. Woo -woo. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. Do you think you're ready to be a mom? Um, there are days where I do think I'm ready to be a mom. And then there are days where I don't think I'm ready to be a mom. And I think the days where I don't think I'm ready are the days that the teenagers I deal with really get to me <laughs> and they kind of throw it out the door and I'm like, I don't know how to handle you anymore. I don't know <laughs> if I want this in my life yet or if I'm ready for this in my life yet. Um, and I deal with a lot of teenagers who are handfuls. So it ebbs and flows regularly. Yeah. <laughs> What are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to motherhood? Um, I know how to change diapers. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Done enough babysitting to where I could do that. Um, I don't know. As much as like kids can get on my nerves sometimes when they don't mm -hmm. listen to you, I feel like I can communicate with kids pretty well. Yeah. And I'm very, I am relationally focused when I, um, do with my students yeah so i try to be good at building relationships with yeah them. so i think on that front i'm i'm pretty set i feel like but you never know what you're ready for because you never know gonna hit you mm -hmm. what are you unprepared for um gosh i think it's so hard <laughs> like the hard moments that they'll go through i yeah. am an empath mm -hmm. yeah i've dealt with this with my students um so like if they're going through hard things especially like 
really, really hard things, heavy things. Yeah. Such a hard time compartmentalizing that and like yeah. having to deal with that with the children who are my own. Yeah. Mm. So like unfathomable to me right now. I'm working on it. Working with kids has been helpful in that. I'm getting to a point where I can do that more, but like, yeah, here, yeah. I don't know when they're my own kid. What I, ah, ah, takes practice and a lot of help and guidance. And I think prayer. Amen. <laughs> is your mommy your life? And how do you think that will affect your motherhood? She is. Um, I think she'll be a lot of help for motherhood. Um, we are very close and I'm very thankful for that. She's also been a labor and delivery slash mother baby. Oh, wow. For the past 30 years. Um, and the past, so she knows what she doing. <laughs> she knows in the past probably 12, 10 or 12 years, she's been on in the lactation clinic at the hospital she's at. So she knows yeah. everything about breastfeeding and stuff that you could ever ask. Wow. Someone. So she's kind of like a baby whisperer. And I have some friends who have seen her for lactation and they're like, your mom's great. She's the best. <laughs> she your mom's great. Everything. So I'm very thankful to have that. <laughs> That's crazy. That you got lucky. No, I lucked out with that. She knows everything <laughs> about babies. Wow. The baby person. Could you be a mother to someone else's child? I feel like it would depend on the situation. I've thought about adoption. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to that, especially if I can't, for whatever reason, have my own kids. Yeah. Um, so far, I am perfectly perfectly healthy, but you never know what happens. Yeah, true. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it would really depend on the on the situation. And currently, my boyfriend does not have any kids who he has fathered previously so i don't see that being a thing that i would yeah have to deal with um but i don't know i think i could do adoption if that were put on my heart yeah i'm not opposed to it heard how many kids do you want i want at least two but no more than four so 44 no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that'd be so many. She's I, like, pause, hold up. <laughs> no, at least two. Um, I'm a twin, so there were always two of us. Running I know you were a twin. Mm -hmm. Yep, have a twin brother. And so there are always two of us. And it's super easy to have two people running around. And they always have somebody to hang out with. Um, yeah. My mom is of four. And we've got a big family because of that. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's just, I don't want my kid to be an only child. I feel like that's kind of lonely and not as fun, you know? I don't know. I, even though it's been years, I'm still praying to be an only child. <laughs> I know it's not going to happen, but, you know. <laughs> there are moments like that, too. You know? But it's always nice to have someone. There. Yeah, very my true. My brother and I always had similar friend groups, and we were always doing stuff that's very true how would you handle the death miscarriage stillbirth sids suds however you say it sudden mm -hmm. infant death etc of your child um that one's hard i know a lot of people who have gone through miscarriage and it's just been like the 
the biggest, most devastating thing that they've experienced. Um, I think I'd go to God first. Yeah. And I would surround myself with a really good support group and talk to moms who have experienced those things. Yeah. And know that I am not the only person who's gone through that. Yeah. And that other people have come out on the other side of it. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing that I would do. Yeah. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? Mm. I can't really think of like any family traditions I would try to break. I have been very fortunate with my parents and my home life growing up. Um, But I have thought of like societal things or like Mm -hmm. things within the cultural moment. Yeah. I try to steer clear of like I especially I see a lot of it in my students like everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the, the two years that we had have not helped them like, develop yeah. emotionally at all. So hopefully mm-hmm. that will get better as yeah. kids get older and they are experiencing humans again. Um, but like, you know, I see so many parents who are parents of like my students and they yeah. don't know how to manage screen time. So mm. they watch whatever they wanted to watch, and, yeah. you know, managing the things that they're bringing in and mm-hmm. kind of helping guide them towards better friend groups. Like my parents did that. And it was, I might not have been okay with it at the time, but it was, yeah, it made sense for me. It made sense when I got older mm-hmm. and, you know, like, actually being with my kids when I'm with my kids. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, There was an article that my mentor teacher had read that he passed along to me because we were chatting about it Mm -hmm. um, where it was a statistic. And this was like 2018 where parents were more with, they were with their kids more like physically Mm -hmm. than they've ever been. But Mentally and emotionally, they were absent. Wow. It's it, wild. Like, it was so Easy. wild to think about that. So stuff like that, like being intentional with my kids and yeah. making sure that they're good and, like, productive little human beings. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, not running amok. they understand how to be in a public place i had to do that today with some students we went on a field trip to Mm -hmm. one of the local movie theaters to go watch some student films they made yeah and during our intermission where they could get snacks some of the boys were running around in the halls i'm like stop you're in a public place yeah Mm -hmm. we taught you that you that that's fine this isn't a school this isn't a park this isn't your home exactly So stuff like that. What traditions do you want to start? Mm. Um, man, well, I think I'd like to carry over some traditions that my parents had with us 
Like mm-hmm. my parents, they made it very um, aware to us that we were loved. So they made sure that they said, I love you to us a lot. They hugged us. They let us knew, know that they were there. Um, and then they showed us that they loved each other. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They kissed. They were like open about their relationship and the fact that they were together and that they loved each other. Yeah. Right. And I've had some students talk about that, like having good relationships with their parents don't. And (laughs) they've overheard me with conversations with my parents um, because my mom helped in some classes at the beginning of the year and had her on speakerphone to come get her in last minute. And we said, bye. We said, love you. One of my kids went, wow, imagine not having mommy issues. Mm. Setting up traditions and like rhythms where they know that I love them and they know that I'm there for them and that life might be hard and they might not like everything that I do. And I might not like everything that they do, but I am there for them and I'm ready for them and that I love them. There's something Mm -hmm. that my family has always said, and it's, I may not always like you, but I always love you. Mm -hmm. I want to carry through the rest of my life. Mm. What is one thing you want your child to know you for? I think it's love. Mm. I think if there's anything that they want to know me for, it's love. That's just, that's the one word that comes to mind. Anytime I've thought about that question this week. (laughs) That's it. You know, that I care. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. What do you want to impart in your kids the most? Um, this one I had to think a little bit about. I, and it's one thing that like I've been having a hard time with my students. It's yeah. it's the whole idea that you might struggle in life or things might be hard, mm-hmm. but you don't stop because of it. Mm, yeah. There's <laughs> one of the one of my coworkers. He started telling the kids. Um that gosh he so fridays we have project time mm-hmm. and his project time is rock climbing so they run down to one of the local rock climbing gyms yeah it's like a 10 minute run you know mm-hmm. and when the kids get kind of tired and they're puffing and they're like man can we stop he's like it's hard but it makes you grow mm, yeah. you know so that struggle, even though you might not like it at the moment, even though mm-hmm. you might want to stop, it grows your capacity for the best things that life is going to throw at you. Mm-hmm. And I want my kids to know that. Mm, yeah. What do you have to say to the upcoming mothers? Mm. I think it's find a good group of moms that you can be with. Um, mm-hmm. If there's anything I've learned from the moms that I know in my friend groups and like around it's having moms that you can talk to and interact yeah. with mm-hmm. you can do life with um because some of them have the best advice for you yeah and like getting to share childcare resources and getting to share like what are you doing with this two-year-old like how do i manage them not hitting their baby brother because 
they got kind of mad and they don't know <laughs> yeah. how to like put that energy elsewhere. What do I do with that? You know? Yeah. They give the best advice because <laughs> yeah. they went through it already. So having some moms that like are kind of in the same journey as you and have mm -hmm. kids who are older than yours and who have been through it a little more. You know, yeah. Just having mm -hmm. a support group to fall back on. Is, I feel like that's the best thing you could do. And having good like family support group and yeah. your blood family. It's the family you've chosen you know, having good support groups to help you because it takes a village. A whole village. <laughs> it really does. Like, it's a lot to take care of yeah. kids, especially when they're little. Yeah. Okay. Surprise questions. I forgot to add these in, <laughs> but they're not hard. <laughs> All right. So what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? <sighs> Keep going. Mm, yeah I feel like it's so we live in such a cultural moment that kind of tells you if it's not for you it's not for you like if you're mm -hmm. not do it but that's so counterintuitive to like yeah. life mm -hmm. something you're not feeling it in this moment doesn't mean that you should stop um, yeah. like that struggle refines you yeah you refine your mm -hmm. motherhood even though like it sucks sometimes yeah. from what I've been told. I don't know yet. <laughs> I have teenagers though that I work with and they suck sometimes. And I get that struggle. <laughs> and then last question, what do you have to say to just, let me start over. Cause you know, you can't talk. <laughs> what do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Um, be present. Uh. I think that's one thing that, like, a father figure is so important. Yes, God. And if you don't know how to be a loving, solid father figure in someone's yeah. life, like, you got to find that. You need to know how to do that. Like, God is the one to look to. But yeah. Having other men who are like older than you in that journey, mm -hmm. they've done it. Like having those men in your life who can help you set up that yeah. stronghold and that foundation is so important. So important. Like mm. To men you trust. Yeah. And having their support and their guidance. Yeah. Mm. well pioneers and beautiful people with that that is the end of this episode thank you Janice so much for coming on it was yeah. so much fun having you on the second time <laughs> it's probably going to be a third but we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> later but pioneers beautiful people don't be afraid to like follow share go to the website go to the patreon all of the things and I will see you in the next episode bye pioneers bye beautiful people